right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions podcast. And as always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And as you can see, I'm joined by the man himself, Mr. Sholi, the Holy One, man. Welcome to the show. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me, man. It's an honor, man. Daily Dimensions, we only getting bigger and better, man. So uh, I'm excited to have you. Um, Before you even reached out, before this all worked out and cooked up, I was in my mind. I had a certain list of people I'm trying to work with. You was definitely on that list. And I was like, I don't know how or what way it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. I just didn't think it was going to be this soon, man. So really yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. Like I said, thank you for having me, man. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm having a little bit of motion right now. So I just reached out to all the podcasts that's, you know, bubbling around the way. And I just want to spread the love around, man. That's all. So love it, man. Pull Whoever up. says CT can't work together. Don't believe that. We making it yeah. happen. <laughs> but um, one of the things I really want to get into, like right off the bat, is... You were named CT Artist of the Year, right? And in a, a state, in a space, if you're not from CT, you may not know. A lot of people say we can't support each other. A lot of people say it's crabs in a bucket. Like, we don't really support. We don't show love. But the CT Artist of the Year Award, man, like, that's voted on by the people. So what does that mean to you to be named, like, CT Artist of the Year? That was that was big for me, man. Um yeah, I mean, shout out to uh, Big Red, Scott X, and all them, all the guys over there at that life. They show me a lot of love, and they show Connecticut a lot of love and exposure too. So, yeah, I mean, shout out to them dudes. But um, like you said, it was voted on by the people, so you know that that's why I do this. I mean, I, I rap for the people, and I want to touch the people. So when I seen that it was a vote, and I won, yeah, I mean that that yeah, I mean that's why I do this. Yeah, man, and it's only bigger and better from here, man. Um, so. Getting into, like, the early part of your career, right? Um, what inspired you to really get into the rap game? Like, it's a lot of different ways anyone's life could go. But the journey to you becoming one of the hottest to ever come out of CT, like, where did where, where did that inspiration come from? Um, just, just loving music, man. I grew up in this shit, man. So, you know, just the culture. I grew up listening to the Nas's, the Jay-Z's, the Biggs, Pac's. You know, so many more, and they just always made me want to, um, yeah, I mean, it was just, I feel like it was in me, but my brothers was, my brothers is both eight years older than me, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, emulating them and, and jacking the shit that they was into kind of led me into rap that was probably a little bit ahead of my time, but. A little, a little further than where you was at. Yeah, but it was, you know, it was cool because I knew more rap shit than niggas my age. That's a fact. Clue tapes and Ron G tapes. So you was a cool nigga in the grade, like yo. Yeah, just I knowing noticed. knowing underground <laughs> shit other than the shit that's on MTV. Like yeah. I know half a mil. I know CNN. I know you get what I'm saying. So yeah. that probably sharpened my my shit a little bit. But you know, just sticking with it over time. Love that man. Love that. And then so you mentioned the Nas's and the Bigs and the Pox. Would you say those are like your your Mount Rushmore rappers? That's your top five. Uh, I don't know. I, I it, that shit is that shit change all the time. Like, but um, <laughs> is it ever changing. Yeah, because every now and then you get somebody new who come along that's undeniable. Mm. And I don't want to be one of them niggas. Like, it gotta be these four niggas, and it's never gonna change. And it's never gonna yeah. change. Yeah. So Kendrick come along, and it's like, yo, this a Mount Rushmore type nigga. <laughs> I said I can't really deny so, this. Yeah, one. but but you know, as far as like um leading me into it and and my love for rap is like hove nice big pop pun l beans yeah. kiss fab um stack bundles like you know stack bundles is more recent but just that 
Claw for rappers, Andre three thousand, you know shit like that. Niggas that's who a, really that's do a it. Because people really be sleeping on Andre. Nah, like, they nah. respect them, but it's like them people, niggas. The, the niggas who do it know yeah, the people who three thousand is know. that. Yeah, but especially when he first came out, like Atlanta had a, a different vibe at that point. But that three, three stacks, I love that man. Yeah. So now, um, along with this journey of becoming CT artist of the year. You're known all over the state. Things are moving for you. You got a lot of traction right now. But with any journey, there's ups and there's downs. And uh, take us through 2013 for you, because I know that was a time where a lot of things in your life changed for you. Um, Yeah, <laughs> 2013 is um, I, I had to turn myself in for a, a sentence of five years suspended after 25 months. And um, I, I had just had a son. My son was maybe 17, 18 months around that time. And um, I had a sales. I had a couple sales of narcotics charges, and I had a violation from some from something in 2010. Mm. So it was just like you know, you gotta do you gotta do the shit you, yeah. you signed up for. Yeah. You in the streets, you this ripping and running. This is what come with it. So I had to go sit down for that. And it was just, you know, it was a fucked up circumstance. Like I said, man, my son was, when I when I had said this shit, uh, my son was 18 months. It felt crazy that when I told him I loved him, he couldn't even say it back. Like, yeah. that was that. I stopped at uh, my son's mother crib before I went to go turn myself into Golden Hill. And just to chop it up with my son. And you know what I mean? you like, I hope this nigga remember me. Or, yeah. And I'm like, yo, I love you. I'm embracing him. And he don't really understand what's going on. Yeah, you know I'm saying then this when I was locked up the whole time I ain't see him one time when I was locked up. Man. So, you know, it's crazy. So now when you come out, it's like he a whole different person. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> man. And you a whole different person at that, man. Yeah, that's out. that's that's why I try to be transparent in my raps where it's not all um fairy dust. It's like yeah, real it's shit in side, there. It's not fake. Your son grow a foot and a half while you in <laughs> jail. Like that's <laughs> shit me. I put in my raps where it's like yeah, you know I'm saying you gotta understand the gravity of this shit with these decisions that we be making. Yeah, and what comes with it, man. Yeah, but um, so it, like listening to your raps, listening to your flow, your style, your everything, man, just the way you carry yourself. You know, you it seems like you approach your raps, and what I hear in your raps, like this is not a game for you. You know, you approach it like you're this. This is your life. You still trying to make this happen. This you trying to make your way out, like. It's, rap is not a game for you Nothing you spit is fake It's, 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 it's not a game man Cause I'm telling my story But I'm telling the story of my city I'm telling the story of where I'm from too And this shit ain't This shit's a real thing man It's like you hear this shit And you could take it with a grain of salt But I was in jail from 2013 to 2015 And since I came home I lost like Like it's a lot of niggas that I know It's niggas I love Niggas I grew up around That ain't here no more Yeah You know what I'm saying Like from my hood uh, Rest in peace Dito Rest in peace Sky Rest in peace Buck Rest in peace Chill Rest in peace Chaz You know what I'm saying Like Yeah These is people that I was around Damn near every day And they ain't coming back You get what I'm saying So it's people that It ain't just me I'm trying to get me out I'm trying to get my niggas out I'm trying to show other people That it's possible Mm. You get what I'm saying? Because once you in the streets a certain amount of time, you start to realize that the outcomes are the outcomes. And it ain't, it, you know what I mean? Nine times out of ten, it ain't no way around them. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? When they say jail or death or whatever, it's like. 
they mean that. You go through jail a couple times, you, you lose a bunch of your friends, and it's like, yeah, this really it. Yeah. Or unless you're that lucky nigga. So do you feel like, you know, because you've lost so many people along the way, because you are the one that's starting to bubble up, you're the one with the buzz, you feel like it's any, like, pressure on your shoulders to be that one that finally breaks all the way through? Um, If it is pressure, it's from myself. It's mm. not because people are pressuring me or nothing like that, because I'm not the only nigga dreaming. I'm not the only nigga striving. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying, I know, like, what I want to change for my loved ones and my people, so I move with that type of urgency. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then we talked about your son, too, but you also have a daughter as well. How has being a father of a, a baby girl changed you as well, man? Ah, oh, man, that's that's a great I question, imagine man. how that's like, man. Yeah, man, she, uh, my daughter is beautiful. My daughter is amazing, man. Every every day I wake up to her, it's just like a shining light, man. When she laughs, even when she cry, it feels like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I feel like everything she do is just, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to get too uh, mushy, but. <laughs> nah, we understand But that's man. that fire where it's like, you know what I mean? You want to insulate her and you want to kind of have everything that she's going to need. Yeah, you doing you it for her, man. Yeah, absolutely. I love that, man. And it's it's like, I know you said not to be too mushy, but like at the end of the day, that shit matters, bro. Hell yeah. Like being an involved dad, being a dad that care, loving your kids, that shit matters because yeah. not everybody gets that. Man. Hell yeah. But um, you know, I mean, that's the thing I love about my era, cause yeah. a lot of the niggas I grew up with my dad, but a lot of niggas I grew up around, they grew up without their dads and shit yeah. like that. And you know, I mean, I don't want to name names, but a lot of my niggas is street niggas from the trenches and you know what I'm saying, live a certain way, but they all like Super active in their kids' life and their sons' lives and their daughters' lives. They hands on. They yeah. risking their life to put the kids, put the babies through private school, and they at the cheerleading competitions and the pop Warner shit. And Love it, it's a lot going on. And and you know, for us, it's kind of like some bullshit to be a deadbeat. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. So I don't know. The era prior, niggas was you know in jail and on drugs and shit like that. But we ain't really. We ain't really on drugs too tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Changing niggas, the Yeah, man. niggas is active in their kids' lives, and I love that. I love that too, man. I love how we changing the narrative. We doing bigger and better for ourselves, man, as a people and as fathers, as men, man. Be involved in your children's lives if you can, bro. Absolutely. Um, so, like you said earlier, transitioning a little bit, you're trying to show love to all the podcasts out here, all the platforms out here. But one platform you was on recently went on there and killed it. Swing in the morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that was, that was like a, I mean, that was on my bucket list of shit that I wanted to do. Like, Sway in the morning, I grew up watching Sway. And, yeah, I mean, to get the call to come up there, yeah, I mean, I was ready. Yeah. I was prepared. I felt like I was waiting for my uh, my whole life for that. Yeah. You was working all for that moment, right? Yeah, but you know, like, just as an MC, man, you want to keep, you want to keep uh, some fire in the tuck for any moment <laughs> like that. So it's like. Yeah, you know I mean, I go up there, I dump that clip. Now I'm sharpening the clip right now for if wherever else yeah, I get the, the call. I'm still making music, but that clip is different. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? That clip is that's a different a thing. Different. Yeah. No, I, I was watching it. I watched it a couple times actually because I'm like, yo, this nigga is really spitting right now. But <laughs> not only did you go up there and do one freestyle, but you did two. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? So yeah. it's like you got a two for one up there. And um, one of the things you said up there. 
right? You said not everybody could rap with Sholi. I yeah. had to write it down. You see how looking at the notes. You said <laughs> not everybody could rap with Sholi. Yeah. Where do you rate your pen game, man? Your rap skills, like just where do you rate yourself? Um, best to ever do it? I want to say best to ever do it because that's based on um, track record and, and output, but as far as skill set, it ain't that many people I feel could rap better than me on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying. Talk that talk. Yeah, nah, that's, <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, when you cuz we we talking about rap. Yeah. I'm not talking about auto-tune. I'm not talking about harmonizing. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about this right here and rap. Yeah. It ain't that many niggas who could do that better than me. Okay. And niggas know that. <laughs> I don't mean that in no arrogant way, nah, but not, like not, not even being cocky, but like being real. It's yeah. Being real. Yeah. Not too many can hang. It's like uh you know what I'm saying you do this shit for the respect of your peers, like any sport. Mm. You want you want to be respected by people that you deem as formidable. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you play football, you will want Dion and niggas yeah. like that to acknowledge you as good. You know what I'm saying? Aside from your love for the game and providing for your family, you also want your peers to know, like, I'm that. Yeah, I'm that and I'm here. And I feel like my peers know that about me. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless of stature or where they at or where I'm at or whatever, and I'm on the upswing, but I feel like they know. I feel like they know, and and in a good way, not in the niggas is scared of me or none of that, just in the way they- in a a friendly competitive way. In the way they know this nigga one of them. Yeah. Yeah. He one of them ones. Yeah. And I remember you um, in one of your interviews, you was talking about uh, Sue Surf mm-hmm. and how y'all was going back and forth, like in a friendly, competitive way. Yeah. And he was like, yo, get the 50000 and then got the 50000 yeah. So like, that, that's yeah. what you mean in that sort of way? Mm-hmm. He one of them ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, free Sue Surf, by the way. Free but Sue um, Surf, he came out here to record with me. Like, we did that in person. It wasn't like You know a lot of times When you do music with niggas You'll send a record Your email or whatever Whatever Yeah they send a verse back He pulled up You know what I'm saying To make that happen He came to um, Studio on the west side So we got in there And um, He put his verse down Before me And I had my verse already And one of his niggas Was like When he came out the booth One of his niggas was like Yeah you about to change this shit Huh and I'm like, hell no, I'm not changing my verse. Nothing. This like you like my verse is as good or better than that verse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's up to people to decide for themselves. But I'm not changing my verse, nigga. I know what I, I got and it's yeah. it's a missile, nigga. So it's like <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, sometimes when you be around your homies, when you believe, you might feel like, all right, this the best nigga in the world. This my guy. Yeah. And you know, my niggas and me feel like that about me. So when he was like, Are you gonna change your verse? It was like, fuck no, I'm not changing so I'm my changing verse. Nothing. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so he put his verse down, I put my verse down, it was a street classic. Yeah. You know I mean, and the rest yeah. is history, man. Yeah. And another thing you mentioned in the interview, the Sway one specifically, you was talking about how the no labels, no execs, execs just work. Because we in the era now. But let me let me let me get that right. Because okay. I don't want to, you know, a, a lot of times um, niggas would be like, I'm self made, ain't nobody helped me do shit. So let me give um, let me get a proper respect to AB and them guys over there at bars on I ninety five because ABCs. You know, I put the work in over the years. And Sway reached out to AB for me, mm. but AB ain't have to connect that dot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He could have been like, DM him, or 
I don't know where he at or I don't got his number or whatever. He didn't have to extend that to me. Yeah. Because that's a big thing. You know what I'm saying? And they both um, relevant platforms. Very. So it could have been like, I ain't doing you no favor. But, um, yeah, I mean, he extended that to me and he put me in a group chat with Sway and then materialized. So, you know, it's a lot of labor. It's a lot of effort and hard work in there, a lot of stomping. But mm. let me give my boy his proper respect, too, because he, he put that on the table. Like that man, yeah, you know I mean, and that's um, it's a, it's a testament to not just hard work because your hard work got you to the level to where someone could be like, yeah, let me throw you in the group chat with him, yeah. But it's also relationships. It is relationships because you know somebody from a label reached out to me to get artists on bars. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying so. You, so a lot of people don't ways. know what be going on behind the scenes, but you might see somebody moving around all crazy and and it's favors that's making them look like they got a buzz. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm saying People pulling strings and making things happen. Mm-hmm. So you know it all works out in the end, man. And I, your hard work gets recognized, man. You feel me? You're not yeah. CC artist of the year for no reason. You're not on these platforms for no reason. You're not blowing up like you are for no reason. Hard work get recognized, man. Gangster, gangster. <laughs> yeah. Um, another interview you did with uh, Tim Bryant. Shout out to Tim, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about how uh, the criteria to break through. Yeah. You know, and like who really has the answer for that question? Because he was like, you know, I've been on the platforms, I've won the awards, I've done this. What's the criteria to get to that next step? Do you feel like you're starting to figure that out? Or um you still just I, I, the way I the way I posed that was like getting a record deal is something that mattered to me because the era I'm from. Mm-hmm. So I'm from the era where, you know, May sign, 50 sign, M sign, um, Nah, I signed, and it's like labels was damn near like risking their life to find these niggas in the trenches, it really was, and it really was. like a nigga could win a rap tournament, and like like Eminem came second place in a rap tournament, and Dre went and found him over the nigga who won, yeah, because he saw something in him, and it's like you know obviously what he saw was correct, but you know you don't feel like that shit is happening today. You feel like. You know what I mean? It's a it's a different metric, and it, you know you might not know what it is, but um, it ain't necessary either. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you got artists who going to pick up six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand a show that's streaming like crazy, that's making the exact music they want to make without nobody telling them what type of music they can make, without them owing nobody an asshole full of money with them owning their masters and their and they, uh, intellectual property. Yeah. So it's another way to, you know, they could feel like, man, I'm successful. I don't need a record deal. I, I make $400,000 a year and do everything I want to do. Yeah. So it's not necessarily you need a record deal. That's just something that's near and dear to me. So if we had to define the success of your career right now, would the the pinnacle of success be getting that rap deal? No, that wouldn't be the pinnacle of it. It would just be it would just be something that I set out to prove something to myself that, that I did. If I if I if I, we know when I complete that, that'd be something that I could check off the list. But the ultimate goal for me is just to. Um, tell my story and tell the story of where I'm from and have it resonate and have people relate to it because, you know, the shit I deal with is universal. The struggle, um, I'm saying being persistent, being defiant, finding your way, going through the bumps and the bruises, being a stand-up nigga, not compromising your integrity, taking care of your people. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm about and that's what I represent in my music and I'm sure it's a million, zillion people just like me across the globe 
So it's just that my my uh main goal is to get that to the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. feel like you're well on your way with that, man. Appreciate that. You're well on your way, man. Um, one thing I want to ask you about, a little, little off of music, but still relevant, mm-hmm. this this Talib Kweli situation <laughs> <laughs> that uh, had Connecticut in a frenzy for a little bit, man. Um, I'm not going to repeat what he said because I don't necessarily believe in what he said, but for those of you who know, y'all know what he said. Um, how did you take that? You know, like, what was your initial reaction when he was like, yo, this is this is what Talib is saying about Connecticut? Uh, the reason why I stood on it the way I stood on it was because, like, that ain't no joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, if I'm walking down the street and a nigga say, suck my dick, when I'm about to haul off on him, he can't just tell me he joking. Don't joke with me like that. That's you know what I'm saying? Fact. So, fuck where you from, that ain't no joke, nigga. I don't care if you say you was joking or you was playing. That ain't a joke. This this, this is what I represent. This is the flag I'm flying. Don't don't say fuck where I'm from. That ain't no joke. You know what I'm saying? And, and I travel and I get around and I touch real niggas wherever I'm at. Pause. That ain't no game niggas play. I wouldn't say fuck L.A. or fuck That's Houston. Especially if you ain't from there. You know what I'm saying? For your nigga wouldn't be like, fuck Detroit. Like, that ain't a joke. It's a lot of people who willing to die about that. And it's a lot of people who willing to die about this shit. You know what I'm saying? And so when I say that, it was a lot of people that was going back and forth in the comments on some give us a chance. You need to listen to our music. Nah, and it's I'm like, begging for it's no like I'm not, yeah, I'm not in here begging for no opportunity yeah. or nothing. I'm telling you, don't do that again. You know what I'm saying? Like and, that. And, and that stands today. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because we not disrespecting nobody. We not saying fuck where nobody from. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? We putting in the the footwork to make this shit relevant, to stand on what we standing on, and to bring our culture and let our shit shine through. That's all we doing. We ain't saying fuck where nobody from. We ain't saying niggas is corny. We not calling nobody else whack. You know what I'm saying? We doing what we do, and and that's what it is. So don't don't play with that. That's facts. And you know truth be told, the talent pool in Connecticut is deep, man. It is. It is. And, and it's, you know, like, you know, they say it's a lot of truth in a joke. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when so when you say, yo, fuck Connecticut, and then everybody else in the room is like, yeah, what's there? Ain't even nothing out there. I hate hearing that. Yo. Yeah, anytime that's, you go that's OT, bogus. That's I'm not hear. even going to jack that's what that. You hear but you go but what it was, what's wild is how many people see that interview. And then just run with that. Like, yeah, what is out there? Ain't nothing out there. Never been here. You know what I'm saying? Never spent no time here. Never been in the trenches. Never been yeah. in the jungle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I understand Connecticut a whole different place than what you think it is. Like, yeah, I mean, some parts of it, you know what I'm saying? And it, Depending on where you at, it's a whole different yeah. place than what you think it is, man. A lot of people here in Connecticut, and they first thought it's Greenwich. You feel me? Or Yale. And it's like, it's, it's, it's bigger than that. <laughs> you feel me? It's way bigger than that, man. Exactly. And then not only that, but like a lot of the artists, because we right next to New York, a lot of artists in New York, truth be told, like need or benefit, let me not say need, but benefit greatly from the support of Connecticut. But that's why I tell niggas that we got to touch road because, you yeah. know, they probably go through the same shit as us in Connecticut. They probably go through the same shit where they from, where it's like, I motherfuckers gonna acknowledge that I'm talented, but they not gonna be an all out super fan. Cause yeah. 
they grew up around me. They knew they me my whole life. Or, yeah, so it's just a certain level that motherfuckers is going to keep their cool. You know what I'm saying? So even in Connecticut, you get that. I get I get more um, overt love when I'm in another town, like yeah. aside from Bridgeport. If I'm in New Haven, if I'm in Hartford or, you know, any town like that, it's people who going to come up to me and say out loud, yo, I fuck with you, bro. You hard. Feel more genuine. I, 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 yeah, because they don't, they don't get me every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in Bridgeport, it's like... We went to high school with him. It was like, yeah, or he used to before. he used to sell crack with us. I was in jail with him. It be the people that knew you from before. Yeah, it ain't no really lost be, love. Yeah. It's just a element of mystique or mystery that ain't there for them. Like, yeah. I know you. Yeah, I'm saying there is other people who don't know you, and that might be a, a, a element of stardom is people not knowing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying so. I just be. I mean, I I be trying to get. The message to all like niggas I fuck with, like yo, we gotta touch the road because that's, that's how you put your that's how you put yourself on the map. That's really it. You gotta get outside. You know what I'm saying? Like any 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 uh, pack of niggas that got a reputation, it's because they they do the same thing they do in their city somewhere else. Mm. So like New York niggas, you know what I'm saying they might set up shop in another city and. Sell some dope in Baltimore or D.C. or North Carolina. They might bring a hundred pounds to North Carolina and carry it like they at home. Yeah. And whatever come with it, come with it. But niggas in those places understand what New York niggas is about. You know what I mean? Whether they love them or hate them. Mm. Philly niggas, L.A. niggas. You know what I'm saying? So we we got to carry that shit and go be Bridgeport niggas, go be New Haven niggas, go be Hartford niggas. Go be that somewhere everywhere else. we go, somewhere else. If we if we throw like we say we is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all about carrying it wherever you at. You know what so, I'm saying? So I'm going to carry this shit wherever I'm at. Everything Husky, Big E shit, <laughs> Connecticut, Bridgeport, Trumbo Lab. This me down. everywhere. Everywhere. You're going to have to respect it. You're going to have to respect it. Yeah. So let me let me ask you this as well. Because, you know, not only are you solely the artist, but you are also solely the businessman. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, like, when it comes to... Your image, your brand, you know, show love, the merch, everything behind it. Like, how much of it, is, how much energy are you putting into the music? And then how much energy do you also have to save or like balance out to put into the business side of things? Um, I, I need some, I need some, uh, people to help with the show love merch side. I ain't gonna lie, man, cause when I pour myself into the show love merch side, I make a bunch of money. Yeah. And it don't feel good because I rather rap. Mm. And I love rap and I love making music and I love creating. I love the creating part of making clothes and shit like that. But yeah. like selling the clothes don't give me no enjoyment. It ain't the same rush. Yeah. It don't give me as much enjoyment as making a good song or yeah. a good rap. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I need some people to come in and kind of steer that shit while I'm doing this over here. Cause whatever one you do as one person, Whatever one you do, the other one is gonna um lap. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna like tail off a little bit. Yeah. So so when I was doing pop up shops and having a million drops and bringing clothes to the post office every day and yeah, so on and so forth, rap start taking the back burner and motherfuckers start being like, "Yo, you show the nigga with the merch," <laughs> and, and not like, the nigga that's rapping. It's yeah, like, like nah, nah, I don't want to be known for the nigga with the merch. Yeah, no disrespect to anybody who make merch. Or yeah. yeah, that's just. Not what I want. 
You know what I'm saying? To so be, when you find yourself putting together, because you also had the show love experience. Yeah. When you find yourself putting that together, because that was like a huge, it really was an experience. Fact. <laughs> you feel me? So like when you find yourself putting that together, was music also like, had to take a little bit of a Music a, a was the, seat? nah, music was the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, I learned that from like foot action from the movie theater. Yeah. Um, when you gotta, when you, when you make a business move, your real motive ain't really at the forefront. Cause when people see what your real motive is, they might not be so quick to support the shit. So, mm. um, the real motive of the movie theater is to sell you corn kernels for $8. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The cheapest shit in the world. <laughs> for $8. Yeah. I'm going to sell it to and you for, yeah. And I this, swear they get me every you time. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so the movie is to get you here. But I really want to sell you soda and popcorn. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The Jordans is to get you here. I really want to sell you these socks or the sneaker cleaner. That's where I'm really going to make my money at. You get what I'm saying? So. Yeah. With me, I wanted to show love to the um, creatives and the entrepreneurs and the fashion and authors and all that shit. But I wanted people to see the musical acts from all over the state. That yeah. was my real motive was to get people in the building to expose them to the music. You get what I'm saying? And I did that. Definitely did that, man. So I, I the genius behind it all, bro. Because as you breaking it down, I'm like, man, this is some real shit. Because they've been getting me for these popcorn like my whole life, <laughs> <laughs> but not letting them know your real motive. How Jada Kiss say it: the money ain't in the diesel, the money's in the cut. You feel me? So, you know. So, uh, one thing I want to ask you as we start to bring it to a close, right? And I ask everybody this, um, and I didn't ask you it before in the pre because I'm like, I want to see what the, the authentic answer is, right? Mm-hmm. What is one? piece of advice that you would give to the younger version of yourself? Um, if I could give one piece of advice to the younger version of myself, it's, uh, it would essentially be what I just said, which is focus on getting your music to the masses mm-hmm. uh, rather than trying to get the approval of people that you know. I spent a lot of time making music for, um, not even just making music for people around here because I still do, but just trying to get that approval and, and, yeah. and get that stamp from the niggas I'm around every day and the people I bump into in the nightclubs. You know what I'm saying? You want to see them bumping your shit and you want to ride through the city and hear your music blasting out of cars and shit like that. And, you know, that might dumb you down a little bit from making shit that's more universal or just focusing on the larger um, task that's at hand. Yeah, so I would say that to my younger self, but I would say that to... Anybody who making music, like, man, explore, you know what I'm saying, dig deep in your craft, and don't be afraid to present that shit to the world, man. Like, you you don't have to present it to your auntie and uncle. You can present that shit to the <laughs> world if you figure out the right way to make yeah. people look. And, you know what I'm saying, I will, fo- I will focus on that. Dope, man. Love that answer. And then before we go, where can people find your music? Where can people follow you, support the vision? Oh man, we having a Black Friday sale this year. Oh, it's lit. You could get my music for free on every streaming platform. (laughs) You could get my music for completely free. Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, Pandora, all that. You just type in S-H-O-W-L-Y, Sholy. It'll bring up Show Love 1, 
Two Billions Dope Sample, my latest release on the way, yeah. produced by Decomposer, is out right now. Talk and Black me. Friday, you could get it completely free. <laughs> Absolutely free. Yeah. Blood that, man. Well, as always, appreciate you coming on, bro. Gangster. Thank y'all for Until having next me, time. man. It's Daily Dimensions. Peace. Holy one. <laughs>